the overwhelming majority of the public has leaned on a, a, a few games, as I think we probably would expect at this point. You know, early in the week, we kind of want to see how the numbers were going to settle for Super Wild Card Weekend. But it's gone now in the direction I think we would expect uh, for some of these, right? The 49ers right now at minus 9.5, 65% of the public, 65% of the bets going on the 49ers. Bills at all the way, minus 13.5 against the Dolphins. 77% of public bets are on the Bills. Yeah. And the Bengals minus 9.5 against the Ravens. Well, the only you, that's going to be our producer's job over here to get the rest of it because I've only got the bets. I would love the money actually right there. Yeah. Yeah. You better go find that right now. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Nick. I'll hook you up, Nick. Don't yeah. worry about it. I got you. If buddy. not, I can pull it up you too. You don't got to do that. I pay money for it. I got you. There. Same. That's probably the best bet. <laughs> but when we look at these three, and you guys can look up the money if you want there too, because obviously there's a difference between where the money's going and where the tickets are going. The money tells you more because that's where the Sharps are putting their money. So that's 50, 53% of the Giants uh, are on the Giants bets, 91% of the money. Be careful uh, with that. Uh, yeah, because mm-hmm. I know it differs yeah. book to book, differs app to app. Yeah. Uh, from what I see, seventy-seven percent of the bets are on Buffalo. Eighty-seven percent of the money. Tampa pretty much negligible. Seattle pretty much negligible. A little less money on the Niners. A little more money on the Jags, and a a lot more money on Baltimore. Yeah. Well, all right. There you go. Well, anyway, go back to what you were saying. No, so if we're looking at, oh, look at this. Nick's got it. There we go. 71% of public money on the 49ers. Hold on, he's typing it in as we speak. See where high tech, look at this. It's all going to one. All right, let's start with the 49ers and Seahawks. We're leaning with the public on this, right? Niners minus nine and a half. Uh, I took you, the Seahawks at ten and a half. I don't yeah, love them too. as much at, at nine and a half. Well, so we'll go at nine and a half because that's the thing. So let's go where the numbers are right now because obviously mm. these numbers, you know, they, they've changed as the week has gone on. I can understand when you start getting to double digits there, even though the 49ers outscored the Seahawks 48-20 in the two games they played. Uh, at nine and a half, I'm 100% on the public side on this. Just I, Look, honestly, I would even take it at ten and a half. I know you like it there. I get it when you have a bigger spread like that. But I just I think the 49ers are going to whoop them. I really do. I mean they they've made life so difficult for Geno Smith this year. That that last game they played, Nick Bosa pulling him down with one arm. I just don't see any way Seattle can make this a close game, given what the 49ers have on both sides of the football. And if they can get up early, they'll run it. Seattle can't stop the run, and Brock Purdy doesn't have the pressure of having to try and go win a football game for them. So I'm absolutely on the side of the public with the 49ers. I think the matchup, I completely agree. The matchup stinks for Seattle, uh, especially because they can't run the football. San Francisco shuts down the run. It's probably going to be Geno Smith dropping back with Nick Bosa in his face all day. Geno hasn't really been Geno since week 10. but I just think that that's a crazy overreaction as far as the number going all the way up to 10 and a half or nine and a half, because we just saw this game week 15. I know Seattle was at home, but they were only three point dogs. So now we go up all the way. I mean, we're, we're just blowing through key numbers. I can't do it. So yeah, I love San. Uh, I love Seattle. It's Seattle or nothing for me, but honestly, it's probably nothing. The way that keeps Seattle keeps it close is they utilize the fact that it's going to be really bad weather. It's going to be raining the entire time. Uh, it's going to be super, super windy. They're going to have 40, 50, 60 mile an hour gusts. If somehow the ball slips out of Brock Purdy's hand or somehow Christian McCaffrey fumbles, like that's how this thing gets done. Uh, Seattle's defense isn't great. You know, their offense isn't elite right now either. And they're going to have to run the ball with Kenneth Walker, which obviously the Niners can stop pretty easily. But the weather is a factor and a slippery ball means all kinds of outcomes could happen. Mm-hmm. So it would, it would only be Seattle for me, but uh, I took them plus 10 and a half. It's like a greased pig. Yeah. Can't exactly. hold on to it. Yep, Just exactly. runs away. We don't know if Brock Purdy can handle a greased pig. We I don't have know. no idea. 
you is, can. Is he a country boy? I'm not sure. If I he don't. is, he might be able to handle the I grease pig. I don't think he is. Well, then that's going to be a problem. Somebody said Brock Purdy looks like Josh Allen's little brother. <laughs> Maybe they're related <laughs> and they don't know that. Kind of does a little he bit. He does, absolutely. He's no, from, he's from Brock Arizona. Brock Purdy from Gilbert, Arizona. He's never seen a grease well, pig in no. his life, but he he's, might have he was seen a grease Mormon. He was, he was, well, he was in Ames for four <laughs> years, five years, so I think he may have there with Matt Campbell. What's wrong with you, Trista? What is wrong with you? <laughs> yes. The only you problem the was I flubbed it a little bit. A little bit, but you still perfect. got it kind of out yeah. there. It was close. Uh, 66% of the money's on the Bills, minus 13.5 against the Dolphins. Again, I'm going to go there, too. I think the Bills are going to whoop up on the Dolphins. I have the Bills winning the Super Bowl, and they are a team of destiny right now. I bet them the minute that first touchdown happened to open the game last week. So I'm not, I'm go, I know I'm chalky right now, but I don't care. I, these are the 49ers, the 49ers to me are the most, are the most talented team in the NFC. They lack experience at quarterback, but Brock Purdy hasn't shown me yet that he's somebody that can be uh, distracted and he's somebody that'll fade in the big moments. And the Bills, the Bills are as talented as anybody in the AFC and they're playing with even more purpose and a weight off their shoulder right now. So I get that it's a big number and I get that it's really chalky, but I don't care. I'm siding with the public there too and I'm taking the Bills minus 13 and a half. Yeah, under the key number of 14. It was 14 and a half earlier, which I I don't know why it's moved down. That gives me a little bit of pause. 13 and a half is, is low when it's Skylar Thompson. I'm not sure how the the Dolphins are going to be able to score, especially considering you're going to get guys back on the defense for the Bills. Yeah, it's going to be sort of miserable weather, most likely in Buffalo as well, but I still like Buffalo in this spot, minus 13 and a half. I mean, I don't love it, but yeah. I mean, I, I, with Skylar Thompson at the helm, I'm not sure how they score. And likely no Raheem Mostert either. Like he t- had yeah, that thumb big. surgery. He that's may play. Big. He had 136 and, yards and rushing against Jaylen the Bills. And Jalen Waddle is also banged up. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree. I like the Bills. I like them more in the first half, but I think they cover the number. I'll be with the public here. I mean, and Tyreek doesn't look like himself either. I know he's not on the injury report right mm-hmm. now, but he was hobbling in that Jets game. Yeah, I think I think Buffalo's the side here. 78% of the public money's on the Bengals minus nine and a half against the Ravens. This is where I think, well, at least I know, I'll probably flip the other way only because of the Ravens defense in this game. I like the under in this, and I think the Bengals can keep it within a touchdown. I don't see this being an overly high scoring game because you can't when you have Tyler Huntley out there at quarterback. They average 12 and a half points a game over the last six games. So like the Ravens just don't score. Everybody that covers the team is is exhausted talking about him. Everybody hates Greg Roman. Ravens fans are exhausted, but yet defensively, they still have what they need out there to make life miserable for the Bengals. So I'm actually going to fade the public here and take the Ravens plus nine and a half. I would like to say, I think that game comes within a touchdown, but I do see the Bengals winning outright. Yeah, I like the I like the Ravens too. I, I think the Bengals ultimately win the game. I think the Bengals might be a good teaser leg, but I just think that uh Baltimore's defensive line is probably gonna give Joe Burrow some trouble. The way that he's been hit the last couple of weeks, they have a bunch of injuries on their offensive line. Uh Cincinnati does. I think that uh and, and you have a healthy secondary finally for Baltimore. As long as it's Snoop Huntley getting the start and not Anthony Brown, I definitely <laughs> like them to keep that within a touchdown. And Harbaugh's gonna ha- that's a great spot for him. He's great as an underdog. He'll have those guys ready to play. When did we officially start calling him Snoop? I was wondering that too. Is that just a you nickname? No, no, no that's, that's a, that's, that's his actually nickname. that's his like, real name. I never really hear that actually said except for right now. Rappaport had it uh, today when he tweeted it out. The yeah. other thing for Baltimore too that's huge that nobody's talking about for some reason. J.K. Dobbins looks like J.K. Dobbins again. Yeah, he said he's going to have a yeah. monster four game. awesome weeks, and then yeah. last week Harbaugh, unlike that idiot doofus Brandon Staley, thought, "Hey, well, we got a big playoff game. This game means absolutely nothing. We're going to sit him." So now he's fully healthy, 
and had a full week to rest. J.K. Dobbins did so. I love his 13, props. Thirteen over thirteen and a half rushes. Yeah, I took that. Yeah, That's I a like low that number for well. carries. Oh man, yeah. I think they'll ride That's him only a lot. Going up too. Especially with Snoop Huntley and Snoop. his and his shoulder having issues. Yeah, it's yeah. Ravens or nothing for me. I took the Ravens plus ten. It's moved down a little bit. You actually could see. I think maybe on some books at ten and a half. Yeah, it's just too many, and you've got issues on the Bengals' offensive line. Guys coming back on the defense for the Ravens. Pretty much the same breakdown. Yeah, Roquan Smith could make life hell for them. And I did, Patrick Queen. Yeah, I did go look, too, because I was going to take the— uh, and I ended up taking it, but I had to lump it into a little three-leg parlay. Under 19.5 points for the Ravens was juiced all the way to minus 250. It's a monster. Wow. I mean, that is— I was like, there's just no way. I'm gonna. It's just a waste for me. I, I'm not going to do it. So I just put it with the Bengals minus two and a half first quarter, and then the Bengals lead at the end of every quarter. So I'm counting on the Bengals offense, even in a lo- lower scoring, closer game, though they went over when they just played last time. So I feel like this is going to be a little bit tighter defensively, a little more physical. Now there's more on the line. The Ravens didn't show much because they knew it didn't really matter at that point. Yeah. Now it's a playoff game, so I expect you know a little more pressure on Joe Burrow. It's going to be a little more difficult for that offense to get into a flow where you expect Ravens going to run the football a lot. J.K. Dobbins, they're going to have to ride him because Tyler Huntley can't get them into the end zone. But the under in this game makes sense, and I think that, that that's how the Ravens actually keep this thing close. But, you know, that's I think that out of those first three games, that's that's the game that I'm most looking forward to out of the three we just talked about just because it, it has the potential to be you know, it's a rivalry game between two teams that just do not like each other. Oh, and by the way, the Bengals have made it even more about themselves when Joe Mixon saying that, you know, they're the team to beat or whatever it was that he said today. And Joe Burrow smoking cigars, talking about how they're like, there's a lot of there's a lot of swag with the Bengals and I love it, but they got to be careful because you can piss some teams off that way. And the Ravens are are not a fan of what they're saying. That's for sure. Yeah, I think that's probably my favorite game uh, in that little slate right there. Definitely have no interest anymore in Buffalo, Miami, other than prop bets. It's just. Yeah. And I do like the Bills in the first half, but that game obviously loses its luster without even Teddy Bridgewater being able to go. Facts. I just, it's. I really wish they were going to be, that Miami was going to be in more full strength. Yeah, me too. I wanted to see what this offense could be, you know, if they had him, uh, you know, Ted Two out there. 